What does a remodeling project in the Westermeyer household have to do with the life of faith? Stay tuned to find out. Hello friends, Pastor Tim Westermeyer here. Thank you for taking a little time to be with me today. Uh, so my wife Amy and I, uh, in a few weeks now, are going to embark on something we've never done before, which is going to be a major remodeling project in the house that we've lived in now for the last 20 years or so. <clears throat> we've lived in, I guess we've lived in about five different places Three of those are homes we've owned, and we've done some minor remodeling projects. Certainly, we've done a ton of painting, but this is by far the largest uh, project we've ever undertaken. We've been working on it in terms of planning and design for the last, oh, I don't know, year and a half, talking to friends and architects and designers and so forth. And we're very excited about it. We're going to be basically gutting the kitchen, which is original to the house, uh, which is now, gosh, 50-some uh, years old. Um, so we're excited about it, but and those of you who have gone through something like this will know better than I uh, the truth of this. We have heard that these kind of projects can also be a little stressful. So, um, in a little bit of tongue-in-cheek, but not entirely, I would invite you all to be keeping us in your prayers in the weeks and months ahead as we figure out how to live amidst the uh, chaos and disruption of this project. <clears throat> Now, the fact that we're doing that got me thinking about a passage from a book that I've not uh, referenced, or for that matter, an author I've not referenced in quite a while, uh, one of my all-time favorites, C.S. Lewis, and this is from, uh, I, I think without question, his best-known book, namely Mere Christianity. And this comes from a passage in chapter 9, which is titled, Counting the Cost. And it's an image that uh, the first time I read it years and years ago stuck with me. <clears throat> and it will be obvious as I begin to read it why I thought of it uh, in relation to the remodeling project that Amy and I are doing. As he indicates, it's an image he himself picks up from a favorite author of his names named George McDonald. So let me just read a little bit of this for you. <clears throat> it's, it's a very powerful and I think helpful image. I find, he writes, this is C.S. Lewis, so C.S. Lewis writes, I find I must borrow yet another parable from George MacDonald. Imagine yourself as a living house. God comes in to rebuild that house. At first, perhaps, you can understand what he's doing. He is getting the drains right and stopping the leaks in the roof and so on. And you knew those jobs needed doing and so you are not surprised. But all of a sudden, he starts knocking the house about in a way that hurts abominably and does not seem to make sense. What on earth is he up to? The explanation is that he is building quite a different house from the one you thought of. Throwing out a new wing here, putting on an extra floor there, running up towers, making courtyards. You thought you were going to be made into a decent little cottage. But he is building a palace. He intends to come and live in it himself. And then this final paragraph from this um, chapter. The command, he writes, be ye perfect, is not idealistic gas, nor is it a command to do the impossible. God is going to make us into creatures that can obey that command. God said in the Bible that we were gods and he is going to make good his words. 
If we let him, for we can prevent him if we choose, he will make the feeblest and filthiest of us into a god or goddess, a dazzling, radiant, immortal creature, pulsating all through with such energy and joy and wisdom and love as we cannot now imagine. A bright stainless mirror which reflects back to God perfectly on a smaller scale, his own boundless power and delight and goodness. And then this final couple of sentences. The process will be long and in parts very painful, but that is what we are in for. Nothing less. He meant what he said. So I said slightly jokingly at the beginning of this episode that I would love to have your prayers for me and Amy as we go about this remodeling project in our kitchen. And I guess I'm in earnest about that. Feel free to keep us in your prayers. But far, far more importantly, can I suggest that we all keep one another in our collective prayers as God goes about a much more important remodeling project? namely to turn us and to transform us into his likeness. Thanks as always for being with me. Be well, stay in touch, and God bless. Mm-hmm.